This is Adam Dunning, the director of Laughter, and you are listening to Gruesome Herzog. All right. Hello, everyone. This is Gruesome Herzog. My very special guest is filmmaker Adam Dunning. He has a his very first short film he did is called Infected, and he has a new one that he's working on called Laughter. And yes, it's a clown horror. So for all you clown horror nuts out there, stay tuned, and you'll get some great information. Adam, how are you? Good, how are you? Great, thanks for coming on. Thanks for having me. No problem. Um, as you know, I reviewed Infected, but the main reason why you're on here, I want to talk about your new, newest film called Laughter. It's a clown horror. But I do want to start with your first film that you that you made. And yes, it wasn't perfect, but it's your first film. And you actually completed your first film. That's a feat alone. So anybody who, you know, wants to challenge a film that's not quite perfect, so remember, the first goal is to complete it. Congratulations, you completed it. I like the film. No problem, I like the film. I'm a big zombie fan. And, uh, you know, there's things that you have to get over. You have to understand, and I'm one of these people that understand the filmmaking industry. It takes money to make a movie. If you don't have it, you do what you do, get by, and anybody who wants to criticize you, they're idiots. Bottom line. <laughs> Go ahead, tell the, the listeners about Infected, um, how it came about, um, and to let people know on possibly how to get a copy. Okay. Uh, if there is a way. Uh, the whole film pretty much started off, uh, I was writing my script during uh, my script writing class uh, kind of thing uh, like the end of 2009 uh, once I completed that I started getting everything together uh, budget wise, camera wise which was all uh, donated for the equipment through my college at Lackawanna College and uh, pretty much we held a casting call there We, which was pretty much all family friends which is why the acting level really wasn't highly huge but I really never thought anything of it that today I'd be speaking with you or the film would have went through uh, different film festivals and stuff like that. But uh, once I completed the script, like I said, you know, we started January and, you know, off we went there. Um, trying to think, let's see. Uh, besides directing it, I produced it. I uh, filmed it, acted in it, uh, did special effects makeup. So I had, like, a huge part, which was very stressful, trying to be in, like, a hundred different directions uh, while making the film. And then, uh, you know, pretty much, I don't know what else you really want to know. I mean, the storyline, uh, you pretty much had, uh, well, it's kind of, let's see, uh, Dawn of the Dead meeting, um, trying to think Will Smith's movie that he was in, I Am Legend. Uh, you know, we... You're sitting there, it's kind of like you're the last people on earth, but yet, you know, you get locked into a building, but instead of having the fear and machine guns and shotguns and bats and this and that, I want to get a feel of a young couple, you know, living through an apocalypse of, you know, zombies and different things. So that's how I wrote it that way, and you know, then you have to put up with little kids and trying to keep them safe and yeah. running into a bunch of whack jobs in the college that, you know, they're going nuts because... You know, now you brought them there. You know, are they infected or what's going to happen to us? And, you know, how, how did the zombies get in this? Which, you know, you have to have a little kid, you know, because they don't understand what's going on. So they start the whole thing in the college by letting them in and, you know, a whole nine yards and it just goes downhill from there for the people. 
Um, getting a copy of it, if, they, if people are really interested in it, they can email me at uh, dunlacka at yahoo.com or even go on the Facebook page, which uh, The Infected is on. Um, they can email me on that or even on my Facebook page. Um, and then we can get the DVD sent out to them that way. Um, trying to think what else we have. Uh, the film was played uh, at the Pittsburgh Horror Film Festival, uh, San, Anto- uh, San Antonio Horrific Film Fest, uh, the Underdogs uh, Film Festival in, um, trying to think, was it either Houston, Texas or Austin? I think it was Austin, Texas. And then Houston, Texas was... Um, Scarlet Waters uh, fourth or fifth year so their film festival that they had so I mean it hit different places so it had its nice little run and I just got an email yesterday that the film was up for a showing in Scotland for nice. uh, I, I don't want to say Breaking Dawn because that's the Twilight movie genre but it's something Dawn something over in Scotland so I mean it was something different I was like okay because huh. whatever it was the film wasn't going to play in Philly, so they picked it up and they said that they would play out there. So I was like, okay, send them off the screener and see what happens. Well, congratulations, you know. And thank you. No problem. And, and, and like I said it before, anybody, people who are listening to this interview, I mean, when you watch the, the Infected, now you have to go into it open-minded. Okay, mm-hmm. you remember it's his first film. I mean, there's mistakes. McGon, the guy had to do everything himself. The acting to me wasn't bad. I mean, considering that it's a zombie film. I don't really I'm a isn't. horrible actor, so mine, mine is completely no. bad. I don't, I don't like being in front of the camera and acting. I like no. the whole behind the camera and technical wise. Yeah, I understand that. I mean, that's like you, and that's like I am the same way when I did my first interview on camera. I mean, I don't like looking at myself either. It's just weird. I mean, other people mm. see me that all the time, but, but you know. I'm a little, I'm a little overweight, so then it always packs on a few more pounds on me. Yeah, but you it know, gives me low self esteem. People. Don't 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 listen to this bullshit. Okay, he did a good job in the film. Like I said before, I mean, for real movie watchers, people who understand budgets, this film you have to go into open minded because I enjoyed it. I'm a big zombie fan, like everybody knows, and I understand. And I'm not going to sit here and trash it because it's ridiculous. Because it's not trashable. It's a fun film. If you're a zombie fan, you know, I mean, it's just a film that you can sit back. A bottle of beer, whatever, and say, look at this. He did it. Adam Dunning did it. Who cares? He did it. First step. Maybe down the road, your dad mentioned the same thing. Come down the road, you can remake it when you have the money. There you go. I mean, there's always there's always a first at everything. You learn from one movie to the next. And I'm telling you something, Adam, I'll say this again. The attempt that you made in this film is fantastic for the simple fact is you started something, you completed it, it's it's watchable. Obviously it is. It went to film festivals and it's gonna be in Scotland. Mm-hmm. Bottom line. Well it was like I guess I mean I thought nothing of it. Like you know, it was something I had to do to graduate from college. I just filmed it. You know, once it was done I put it on my shelf and like I said to you before, uh, my fiance saw different things like for like an amateur night, you know if other kids' films like this can be played, why can your film not be played there? Yours is just as good, if not better, sometimes. And, you know, just, you know, try it. See what happens. And, you know, we held the premiere for it for the actual time to uh, people, and I think it was a 200-seat theater, and we had 160 people show up. 
And I mean, some of it was friends, some of it was family. Right. And then I would say maybe like a good 40% were people I had absolutely no idea. Right. So I mean, I was just like, so I was like a big thing was like, wow, this movie I thought had nothing to go for it actually turned into something. There you go. So. You know, you know, there's always people out there who like a certain film. You know, mm-hmm. and there's people out there that all they want to do is criticize because simple fact is, you know, that's just a fact of life. You can't please everybody, you know. But I'm glad for you that you keep your head up. Okay, you know, there, there's a, there's mistakes in the film. I've seen them, but I don't harp mm-hmm. on that shit. That's just stupidness because I'm not a filmmaker. So who am I to say, oh, hey, Adam, uh, that one shot you did, I can tell it was fake as hell. I mean, that's just stupid. That's, <laughs> you mean, who cares? It's a movie. Come that's on. what I was going to say. I remember, I think, for the one part when uh, the father shoots a zombie, and from the distance, everybody's saying, like, what, is he going, like, zombie hunting, or is he supposed to be shooting something else? <laughs> They're riding off from the distance, you can see the girl running through the woods real slow, and even we're sh- sh- like, shooting a rifle off. So people are like, yeah. I, I thought at this time they didn't know there were zombies. And I'm like, yeah, I said, I don't know. I said, we were filming it. It was so cold out there, so we filmed it so quick. And then they get up there, and they see the girls dead and everything. And off to the side, if you look, there's like a pink cup with the fake blood, and the kids are all sitting there. And I'm like, whatever. I said, I don't care. It's, it's, it's more like if it was like a, like, instead of being scary, it was more like funny. I mean, especially to me, because like you watch it, and you see people sitting there that you know in places like, at the premiere, like, yeah, some people turn around, they're like, oh, my God, that's so gross-looking. Oh, my God, I know where that place is. Look at this. I know that person. It was, like, more funny compared to being scary and anything. So, well, you know, I mean, we had fun right. with it, and that's the most out. There you go. anything about making films. There you go. I mean, it ain't like you're out here saying, man, this is a masterpiece. No, it's just something to watch. I mean, it's, it's, mm-hmm. it's a project. You know, you did it. Now, the next one that you have my atmost attention um, I'm a big clown horror fan. I reviewed movies like Gitchy, Clown Camp Massacre, Hundred Tears, and numerous other short films of clowns. God forbid, I don't remember them all. I've done a lot of them. But when you when you came to me and you mentioned, hey, I'm doing a film called Laughter. It's a clown horror. And I said, damn, you have my interest. You know, I, there's something about clowns and horror. So go ahead and tell the listeners, I know you were on Indiegogo and Kickstarter raising money for it, but sometimes these Indiegogo things are a waste of time. I mean, they only work if you actually do a short film where you need a smaller budget. I mean, mm-hmm. you know, it, it's just the way it is. But go ahead. Yeah, I, think, um, I, think we, I think we raised, I think, a total of maybe $45. Right. I think off of that, so whatever money was, I think that kicked back to everybody. If not, they just paid for my coffee for the day. So, thank, thank you to the people that gave me my forty-five dollars to buy my coffee for the day. But so, you know, but you but know, no, what? I mean, I, I even, I think I even, I think one point, I think somebody donated, and I told them, I said, look, I said, you know, the money I've taken on, I said, we needed twelve thousand five hundred, I think, to film it, and we made forty-five dollars. And I called the guy directly, and I told him, I said, hey, look, I said, I'm going to send you out, I'm going to mail you uh, a check, you know, for. Um, saying, uh, you know, thanks for it and everything else. I said, you know, here's your $25 that you sent me or whatever you sent. And he's like, no, I'll keep it. I don't want it. You know, best of luck with it. I went to high school with you, and I was like, I said, thanks, you know. So, I mean, like, there's different things like that, but I don't right. think I'd ever do Indiegogo or Kickstarter. I would just kind of try to build, like, a marketing team, which is what we're trying to do right now for the right. film and try to get producers 
to go out and get their, you know, pretty much their committee and let them all come up with five ideas or more and come to me, let me, you know, say, okay, let's pick these two ideas that you chose, take that one, go do whatever you possibly can, you know, let's set it for this deadline and let's go. You know, we'll start filming the end of March, uh, beginning of April, you know, and then go on and hopefully finish by June or late June or something like that and then get it out in the fall time. Well, go but, ahead. Uh, all right, I'll watch them on the Facebook page right now for laughter, so I'll just read what the plot says for that. Uh, laughter follows a young teen, Joey. Joey is a confused and tortured teen when losing his mother, who he is very close with, drives him to the edge. His father blames him for his mother's death. A group of bullies from school torture him because of the obsession he has with clowns. As graduation approaches, Joey and some friends plan a prank on the group of classmates during their last get-together. The point... Oh, the prank goes wrong, leading to a tragic accident. The group takes an oath of silence and agrees not to say anything. Six months down the road, the group begins getting hunted down one by one. To find out the truth behind this, they must tell no more lies. Who is the red-nosed killer? This clown is no joke. Don't think twice. He has no laughing matter. So that's pretty much the plot. Uh, there's definitely going to be a huge twist, turns. Um, I came up with an indifferent ending to the film completely from what I used to have, which I think is going to give more of a shock at the end of the movie than what the other ones, I think the other one was too convincing, like knew exactly what was going to happen at the end. Right. So I started writing the alternate ending. At least then you can play with both and take different shots from both of them and stuff like that. Um, right now, uh, watch the cover for the, on the Facebook page. That costume we have for the clown is right now being changed because for Halloween, I thought it was going to be fun to promote it and try to build a little <laughs> tiny uh, haunted house. And I bent down behind a bush to scare this lady. And when I jumped up to scare her, well, actually, before I even jumped up to scare her, I bent down and I ripped the entire scene from bending over. It was just too tight on me. And I was like, you got to be kidding me right now. So I'm like, now we have no costume. You can't find it anywhere besides the one online and to try to find the one to fit your size. So I was like, you know what? Uh, my fiance, uh, her aunt, she, uh, which her name is Jan Martin, she, uh, made these little, like, she makes these little clown dolls and, uh, raffles them off for different charities and stuff. And I'm like, well, she can make these little clown dolls. You know, she could probably make an right. awesome clown costume. So we called her up and she's like, yeah, 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 I'll definitely do it. We went up the one day to a uh, fabric store. We found the fabric. Uh, she started making it, and I'm looking at it, and I'm just like, wow, this is so much better. And I, I said, well, let's do it this way before we get any farther. I bent over, and I'm just waiting for it. Just I hear this big tear or something around my back. <laughs> and it just bent right up my spine, and it, it fit perfect. And I was like, I love it. She's like, you only bent over. I'm like, I love it. I said, I can move. I said, it looks disgustingly awesome looking. I said it's a dark with red streaks going through it that look like blood running down it. I said it's more than what I could I, I could even imagine what this costume should look like. Excellent. And she's like and she's like, Oh see good. Thank God because I didn't want to redo anything. <laughs> I was like, yeah, I said no, it worked out perfect. So all that stuff which I don't think I'm gonna post anything up of what the clown costume will look like because the one that's in the poster which is gonna be the original costume he wears to the prank that they do in the woods and stuff on everybody. And then the new outfit will be what he wears, like, down the line and stuff. Okay. So that's going to be completely different. 
But like I said, there's huge twists and turns that kind of give everybody a feel to be like their own little investigator if they want while they're watching it to find out, you know, who really is a killer or who's helping who or why did they hold this, hold the silence and all the pretty much a huge amount of things. Now, in February, you have a casting call, correct? Yep, February 6th. Oh, go ahead. I yeah, I was going to say, go ahead and give listeners an idea. Who's ever in the in your area that's interested? Um, yep, uh, anybody that's in the Lackawanna County um, or anything pretty much around that county-wise that they want to try out, it's on February 6th at 1 p.m. till 10 p.m. at the uh, Hampton Inn at, I'm trying to think of the location, uh, 22 Montage Mountain Road, Scranton, PA, 18507. And um, if anybody knows where WNEP is, their new station, it's right up behind there. So real simple. Uh, pretty much what you'll do is any basic uh, uh, auditions, they're going to come in, they'll have their numbers, sit, wait. They're going to have uh, three tries. You know, if they want to just do it one time and then leave, or they can do three different actors or... They can do their lines three times just to make sure they got everything down to prove their point why they should be there in the whole nine yards. So, excellent. Well, that'll you know, be February sixth and all that stuff on Facebook and everything too. And um, we talked earlier. I am going to attempt to make the trip to go up there and uh, hang out. And uh, I don't know about the audition. Who knows? But I know I have a project to do for this. But uh, you know. But anybody who listens on my podcast that's in the Scranton area or around there, you're more than welcome to show up February 6th. Oh, and I'll, uh, ask, I'll, I'll even put this out there, too. I know a lot of people, um, I know between, like, friends that are going around town, everybody, you know, to give out the casting call and stuff, a lot of people are either inside to be on film or they'd rather be behind camera. But if anybody that's even like college-wise, if they want um, pretty much, you know, like an internship and they want to learn camera work or lighting, uh, taping down um, the wires, uh, moving sets, uh, helping with people, portion out food and stuff for the actors and the crew, pretty much anything that involves being in a film behind it. All right. So, I mean, they can come out to that uh, either the auditions or they can send me an email uh, regarding saying, you know, I'd like to be, you know, not really fond about being on camera and stuff, so I'd rather just be more like, say, can I help with the camera or can I hold the boom mic, stuff like that, so. Excellent. It, the opportunities are there. It'd be a learning experience. But And um, it's, it's a real low budget, too, so it's not going to be anything huge and stuff that's going to get really confusing because I don't know all the ropes yet. I'm still learning and meeting people, so. Some, some people actually come out to the movie and say, oh, well, you know, why don't you try, you know, just giving my opinion, you know, why don't you try this angle, might look a little bit better. So, I mean, there's always different things, which is always good to have more people. Well, if you're willing to mention, m- mention some of the filmmakers that got in contact with you that, that gave you some input. Um, let's see. There's uh, Jason Daly. Um, I hope I'm saying his name right. Uh, Sam, uh, Sam Harris. I met I met with uh, well I never met with them but I talked with them uh, Chris Witherspoon which he did a movie called Rage good dude it was really yeah. good um, even with Jason Daly he did uh, Beware which yep. is another uh, another great movie 
Um, and then Joseph Clagger, he did a movie called Clagger, and I never got to see that movie yet, but I've heard a lot of great things about it. Oh, yeah. And, I mean, it was just, like, a huge door opening. Like, once, I mean, even probably the filmmakers that have talked with you and had an interview will say the same thing, that you've turned around and you opened, you know, a door to other filmmakers, you know, to just contribute to other films or get their opinions and, you know, their likes and their friends' likes and different things. So, I mean, I got to see other people's films just by contact them and we're just like, you know, it's like a trade-off, you know, here's my movie for your movie. Yep. Let's take a look at it. Yep. So, I mean, like, that was different things like that, so. Well, that's my job. My job is to help promote independent horror, low-budget horror. You know, it's amazing. You know, people, when I first started doing this 18 months ago, I started interviewing, and a lot of things that I'm finding out now that I never dreamed of, it's amazing that, you know, when you do an interview, it's just for fun. But then it turns out that, like you said, um, I interviewed Infected. Um, I've interviewed Chris Witherspoon. I interviewed Jason Daly, the cast of Beware, which part two is coming up soon. I haven't interviewed Joseph Clagger, but I interview, uh, I reviewed Clagger. I talked to Joseph, you know, and my whole goal is to help other filmmakers. You'd be amazed. Mm. You just mentioned it, that, you know, the film industry is supposed to be, supposed to be, a family orientation where when I say that I mean you know there's filmmakers out there that say hey let me see your film I'll give you some pointers I made a film and it works to your advantage and the people that you mentioned are fantastic Joseph Clagger is fantastic Jason Daly is a damn nice guy Chris Witherspoon's a great guy I, the other guy you mentioned I don't know much about him but thanks again for giving uh, Adam some advice but uh, you know that's what I'm here for. I'm here to help. You know, I mean, I'm nobody. Yeah. I'm just a interviewer and a reviewer. Oh, but. and uh, another guy I forgot too. I just recently got to watch his film, uh, Sean King, that did Silent Night, Zombie Night. Brilliant. Oh, yeah. I thought it was good. Uh, I will say, my dad, he was the only one that he liked parts of it, but he did it <laughs> because he doesn't like Christmas and Halloween feel and horror brought into one because he looks at it. Christmas is supposed to be. You know, that time for forgiving and stuff like that. And there is different things of the girl and the boyfriend and the husband or whatever. You know, they have their different things to forgive. But he's like, that's just wrong. Zombies <laughs> taking over. I mean, okay, you know, they get to save the money because they also buy gifts for them. But come on, you couldn't wait the day after Christmas. <laughs> so, I mean, like, but I mean, my dad, like, he watched with me and he was like, and I'm just watching this movie and I'm like, this is brilliant. It's another zombie film I get to add to my collection that I can put next to and say, just, just brilliant. I mean, it, I, I, I just, I liked it so much. And the only thing that was bad that I had when I was watching that is I watched it at my dad's pizza shop. So like every five seconds, like I had to stop it because like somebody would be cursing or somebody's yelling, <laughs> shooting the, the Santa Claus zombie in the face. And they're like, what are you watching? Ah, oh, nothing. I don't know how it like affect other people because like around Christmas and stuff, and uh, so I was, I was like, my dad was laughing. He goes, "You you just love to watch the dandiest movies here, don't you?" And I was like, "No, it doesn't matter." And I said to you before the interview, "If you're a whole, if you're into the horror genre, no matter what happens, you will always go see the horror film before you'll see an action movie. Yep. No matter what, if it's gonna be good or bad. So, yep." Sean Kane is a good guy. I mean, I like Sean Kane. Um, 
I'm a big Silent Night Zombie Night fan, obviously. I love the film. There, there's another ho- zombie film I want you to check out, too. I'm doing an interview on Thursday. It's going to be a cast interview. Um, it's called Beverly Lane. Um, that one I never heard of. It's a different... Like I said, I, I always check out your reviews and stuff, so, and that's how I heard about uh, Silent Night Zombie Night, so... Well, thank you. That's so I'll have to, I'll have to, I'll have to uh, check out that one then, too. Yeah, Beverly Lane is a zombie film that's different than most. It's basically uh, office people in an office with buildings surrounded by zombies. But the cool part about this film is there's a story within a story, and that's why I like it so much. So check it out. Look for it. Um, okay. Check out the review. But, Adam, is there anything else that you want to discuss about laughter before I let you go? Um, I, I don't know. It's like there's so much to describe to actually turn around and try to stay with it. So, uh, really, not on a note just to say, now there's nothing really. But, like I said, you know, if they want to check out uh, laughter on Facebook, um, they can just, you know, look us up for that for laughter, and they can get a more feel. There's a teaser trailer on there. Which kind of give we shot just to give more of a feel what the film's going to feel like, what it's going to look like. Uh, you'll get an actual first glimpse of what the actual clown mask is going to look like. Um, there's some teaser posters and stuff up there too, so I mean, there's different things. And then if they want more information on it, even about the casting calls, they can uh, email me, uh, like I said, at uh, Dunlaka at yahoo.com. And uh, also, uh, we have a a website which is www.wit.com slash gunlaka slash laughter and that has a little bit on there with uh, the infected and a little bit more about uh, laughter and stuff. Excellent. So, Excellent. And I have to leave this too with a note just because of zombies. I don't know if it's just me but I was uh, just looked over on the TV and Zombieland was on and I have to say this is, he has to be my most lovable zombie I've ever seen in my entire life which is Bill Murray. <laughs> I don't know if anybody else can agree with me, but I'm trying not to laugh at my TV because it's on TV right now, and it's just the part when he gets shot, and I just had to end out with a note with that, that Bill Murray is definitely by far one of the best zombies I've seen. Well, I interviewed Toby Sells. He's a special makeup artist, and he did some work on Zombieland. Um, check out the interview. He talks about Bill Murray during making of that film, so you can hear some interesting stories about that as well. But uh, Okay. Anyways, yeah, Adam, I just want to end the note on that one for you. No problem. <laughs> I do want to thank you for coming on. I wish you the All best right, of thank luck. Thank you for having me. And hopefully, if things go well, I will be making a trip to up there to see you on February 6th. If okay. not, there is going to be a pleasant surprise in the film. We have an idea Definitely. that we're going to do. Um, we'll just keep it on the download. We don't want to give right, anything oh, away. So like everybody right. can have a little sneak preview there you go but anyways <laughs> <laughs> I want to thank you for your time um, alright thank you again yeah we've been talking for a while and I I'll keep you and I'll keep you posted too with everything if anything else changes or comes up yeah I'll let you follow everything too we'll do that and again listeners if you're interested in checking out a copy of Infected you contact Adam Dunning on the Facebook page or what he mentioned earlier and uh, he'll be more than glad to send you a copy and for all you diehard zombie fans out there that, like I said before, you understand that, you know, not every movie is perfect, what movie mm-hmm. is, but I think you'll enjoy it. Um, it made it past my radar. I enjoyed it. I like the idea of, you know, filmmaking alone, just to see the things that you can do and, and even complete the film. So, there you yeah, go. Like I said before, it's hard 
and probably any filmmaker, and I'll, this will be my last word, I promise. Yeah. And you can cut me off and say, look, get off of my podcast <laughs> right now. And I think last time I cut you off with something and you even told me you wanted to punch me in the face. Yeah. But, I did not. <laughs> no, I did not. It's another inside joke. But yeah. no, uh, all, all indie filmmakers will definitely say this. No matter completing a film or writing a film, you it's impossible to try to come up with something completely new. No matter if it's a slasher, um, you're right. Suspense, any anything, it's hard to come up with something. So, so every horror filmmaker or writer out there, I would like just to turn around and say congratulations to whatever films you guys completed or did. Because as much as I know, stressfully and annoying family members and actors and pulling your hair out during a film, it's definitely well paid off. With whether if people want to turn around and trash it or not, no. Like you always say, congratulations, you did it. Yep. That's it, you know. Good or bad reviews, no matter what. You completed the film, that's good enough. Amen. I agree. I mean, it's a feat alone. I mean, it's a, a, a relief alone. It doesn't matter if it's not perfect, but hey, your feet's wet. Now move on. There you go. Yeah. So I got my one foot in the door now, just to kind of kick the door down and keep pushing my way through. Right. And then who knows? Five years from now, the Infected, the prequel. There you go. Make a prequel. Well, I have a prequel, and then I have, uh, well, you can do that. And I started writing, a, like, a sequel to it, but I started writing, I'm like, how, how, do I, how do I make a sequel if I killed everybody off? Well. Besides standing around and having zombies. But I thought of a way to get around it, so who knows? Maybe after laughter I'll get back into the zombie groove. There you go. Oh, and I could do that. So, all right. Well, Adam, thanks right, thank a lot for your time. Thank you again for having me. No problem. And keep in touch. And uh, good luck. Yeah. All right. Thank you so and much. I hope to, and I hope to see you in February. All right. Definitely. And if not, like you said before, there will be a surprise in the film. You got it. Take care, Adam. <laughs> all right. You too, man. Thank you. Bye. All right, bye. You guys remember that story? What story? The guy who ran around just like a clown, killing people. He got sentenced for murder, but they deemed him mentally unstable, and he got sent to the institute instead. You killed her! You and your stupid clown hobby killed her! Ah! Ah! You're pathetic! You're not my son! Don't lie to me. <laughs> Whoa. Whoa. Do you know what you did to me? Who are you? What do you want? Oh my God, is that you, Joey?